Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, welcome to another week, another episode of the Medicine Ball Podcast. You could have chose to spend your time anywhere. You rock with me today. Thank you. I never take that lightly. Before we get into it, let my beat drop. Yes, yes, that's right. Welcome to Medicine Ball with your boy LS3 to be exact. And if you ain't in shape, at least your brain should be. Welcome. Ladies and gentlemen to the Medicine Ball Podcast where we focus on giving your brain a six pack by exercising your mind. Now exercising your mind means that you actively think about and deal with all situations by first seeking to do anything other than what you are normally programmed and or comfortable in doing. Now if you're someone who struggles and wants to get better at thinking about things beforehand as opposed to reacting in ways that require less effort, well just like anything you want to get better at, it does require training practice and work now i'm well aware that thinking about things beforehand as opposed to responding off instinct does require effort and who doesn't prefer things that are easy well the first step my friends can be very easy and that's to begin to look at all things from an unbiased point of view which in itself will increase your curiosity in life now exercising your mind won't give you all the answers you will however begin to look at things with more peace understanding and patience while simultaneously equipping yourself with more tools and strategies to help you effectively deal with this thing called life now before we go any further i'm no doctor no psychiatrist no psychologist i have however been diagnosed with bipolar disorder level one for 16 years and to be honest i got to a point in my life where i was looking at the person i was becoming versus the person i wanted to be and that among other things required me to look at my mental health responsibly so whether or not you're diagnosed or know someone who's diagnosed or have symptoms or just want to know more about it it doesn't matter maybe you're one of the many people who could just use some tips tricks and different ideas to help you get through day-to-day life pull up a seat kick up your feet this is your family man welcome home no judgment zone this week's episode episode 514 514 what it takes to be great let's go ladies and gentlemen gentlemen and ladies welcome to another week another episode of the medicine ball podcast really quick quick announcements please like subscribe share interact i'm looking for people to reach out to me when it comes to mental health questions or just relationship questions or life questions please reach out to me you can follow me on all of my social medias with medicine ball ls3 medicine ball ls3 that's on facebook instagram tiktok medicineballls3.com is also the website please reach out to me i'm looking to have more interaction more engagement it's that time again i'm starting to get companies reaching out to me who are syndicated companies or have these you know apps that go on a smart tv so uh they're really judging like my engagement and my interactions with people so please continue to do that like subscribe share tell a friend to tell a friend i have spoken out to my guest so next week we're gonna have uh my frat brother, Vey, who does a lot when it comes to marriage counseling. Uh, he does DUI school. He does, you know, community uplifting, just a lot of positive things, as well as my other frat bro, King Quill, Quillian Jackson, does a lot for the community. He's just an awesome all-around guy. These are two awesome men. We're going to get them on the show. And uh, as I continue to produce beats, if you're following me on Instagram, on Facebook, and those of you who are just into the music, I am starting to get back into the producing and beat making heavy. I have a couple of contracts out, which means that I have to make almost a beat a day, but it's getting the juices flowing. It's getting me back in my zone. So I will start incorporating a few of those beats that aren't being licensed out or leased to somebody else. I will start incorporating starting next week into the show, back into the podcast. All right. With all of that being said, let's get into this week's episode 514, what it takes to be great.
So for those of you all who don't know, but with me, uh, you know, just being a sports guy, but my brother, you know, being the shoe guru that he is, very Jordan heavy, right? This is the birthday today, the 60th birthday of a great Michael Jordan. February 17th is Michael Jordan's birthday. Shout out to him. Shout out to the GOAT. He is 60 today. Now, anybody who knows me a little bit, right, even if you're looking at the artwork for this podcast cover, that's a piece of art that my brother got me that has all of those guys in the same picture looking like that. So, no, I didn't have to splice that or anything, but... You get to thinking, uh, because around this time, the Super Bowl, you know, Jordan's birthday, a couple of things happens. One of the things that happens is for football, the Hall of Fame opens up, right? The people who are eligible to be inducted to the Hall of Fame, their names come out, and there's a lot of debate on that. But I find that Michael Jordan's birthday is a little bit more heavier in conversations, being that something else great just happened. And that's LeBron James, Lebanon James, right, <laughs> uh, being the number one point scorer in NBA history. He just passed the captain, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. For me, it, uh, I, I probably have a little bit more knowledge on it than average because I am just a L.A. Lakers fan. So I, I, I know a little bit more, but I always say moments matter. And when it comes to this greatness talk, because even as a Kobe Bryant fan, Michael Jordan is the greatest. He's greater than Kobe. And that's simply, for, now I'm going to tell you, the thing that made me uh, appreciate Kobe more was his willingness to be great, his tenacity when it came to just like Michael Jordan said that Kobe would really hit him up at 3 a.m. in the morning asking for tips about moves and stuff, right? To the point where he was just relentless. They ain't had, he ain't had no choice. And even now there are quotes that say if somebody's going to get the title, it, it, it should be Kobe. He's put in the work. It should be Kobe. Jordan himself has said that. With me being a Lakers fan, especially with the passing of Kobe and LeBron coming and all of this, that, and the other, I look at these games, and I look at probably LeBron James a little bit more critical than average. I know the average person is a huge LeBron James fan, as they should be if that's what you, know, if that's what you grew up on. But for me, it's just certain things that irk me. Right. And we could talk about it. Uh, well, before we talk about it, let me give you all the preference. So we're going to get straight to it. This episode, I'm going to give you three abilities or three characteristics that you must possess, that you have to possess. If you want to even think about being great, you have to have these abilities that I'm going to get into. And I'm also going to speak a little bit more to this whole LeBron, Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan thing. I want to say happy birthday to Michael Jordan. And, you know, what what uh what else could be a greater topic than to talk about greatness and what it requires to get there? Three things. So let's get right into them, man. So the number one thing that I'm not gonna say the number one, but the first thing I'm gonna talk about when it comes to like being great, you have to. Well, let me pause before I go into this. Let's talk about greatness and the definition of greatness real quick. So it's a state of quality of being exceptional or distinguished. And when I started looking at things that were synonymous to greatness, a lot of it had to do with being bigger or being massive. You know what I mean? Taking up or occupying some space with whatever you did. Now, if we're talking about Jordan, that goes without saying. You follow me? But um, let's go into like some of the greats for like music, like a Beethoven or a Mozart. 
they're big. They withstood the test of time. People still use their music theories to build music to this day. When you understand music theory and chord progressions, you'll realize how lazy a lot of these producers are out here. But greatness has to do with uh, something that's huge, big, massive. That's something I kept seeing synonymous with it. So when we talk about greatness, and I always say this to people I coach or whether it's people I lead, greatness and perfection are not the same thing, right? And this whole thing I always speak to about Mamba mentality, I saw a definition of it, and it's the constant journey to become the best version of yourself. Constant journey. It doesn't end, right? So I think we need to understand, like, greatness is more of a mindset. It's an understanding of what you're trying to do, the stage you're on, and the responsibilities that go with that. So I think it's important for me to throw that out there before I start getting into these three abilities that you must have, all right? So ability one, characteristic one, something you have to be able to do while you're pursuing greatness is you have to be able to deal with adverse and negative situations. You have to be able to deal with them well. I'll say that. You have to have an ability to deal with adversity or negative situations well. Let me give y'all an example of somebody. And, and we talking facts. We're not talking emotion here. President 45. This dude is, I don't want to say bulletproof, but it's just like, think of all the stuff that Donald Trump has been through. And this man still talking about running for president. Right? I think a lot of times, and this is just like not when it comes to greatness, but in life. One thing that I observe about people, myself included, but I'm hyper aware of it is, how we tend to take a bad situation and just make it worse. Like a lot of the struggles I see with people is the inability to stop some uh, the train from going all the way off the tracks. You feel me? If somebody approaches you with something or a situation that may not be true or whatnot, depending on the audience and the setting, man, you can't just flip out. You can't handle situations like that. Right? What do you do? In negative or adverse situations, the people, the reason why a lot of people, me included, have an issue with Kevin Durant. And before I get into this, anybody who might be a Kevin Durant fan, bro, I was following this dude since like before he came into college. So I'm not a bandwagoner who's just like, oh, Kevin Durant. I was following this man when I seen him. I see. I don't remember who he was playing, bro. But uh, he was playing for Texas. And it was like the fourth quarter and the game was like back and forth. I seen this man hit like 12 free throws. And he was like a sophomore. And y'all understand how much pressure that is where it's like, you in college, yo, you can't miss this free throw. So I knew it was something special in him from there. But the reason people have a problem with him is how he deals with some of the negative or adverse situations. People say he ran from Russell Westbrook, which in retrospect, being a Laker fan, the man rests hard to win with. You know what I'm saying? He going to make it look good, but he hard to win a chip with. Thus, he don't have no chips, right? Then we go look at the situation in, in, in Brooklyn, right? So he went to a super team. Like, even the Golden State Warriors, let's just back up. I don't even care that he went to a super team. The thing that got me is like, bro, you went to the team that just beat your tail. Like, I ain't doing that. I go to a team next to that team or something, but I am not going to go to the team who just eliminated me, bro. It's just not going to happen. But he goes and he does that. So, of course, everybody's going to say, yo, you got a loaded team. So, he leaves there. He goes to Brooklyn with Kyrie Irving. And at one point, he had Kyrie Irving and James Harden. That doesn't work out. 
He goes through all this stuff asking for a trade. And you know what I'm saying? When you understand the business of stuff, like I understand a business deal, bro. You don't sign a four-year extension and as soon as you sign, before the ink drops, come out, let me get traded. Right? So now he goes to the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns darn near already have a big three. So this is very similar to Golden State. So like now analysts are saying stuff like, him winning in Phoenix does nothing to change the public perception of him. And I get it. You feel me? But when you talk about that dog in you, that killer, that I'm going to do it by myself, like, I'm going to give you an example. And, and I mean, it's a, it, and, that has to, and that has to do with what I'm saying here, your ability to deal with negative situations. Damian Lillard, he plays for the Portland Trailblazers. He a dog, but he ain't going nowhere on that team. He could leave and go click up with some people, but he refuses to do that. And, you know, the average bum sitting on the couch who can't even run up and down the court 10 times is going to say, oh, man, he's a loser. Right. But it's something in you wanting to be great. Nobody is. There are people who will question LeBron's greatness before they before Dame Lillard, because Dame Lillard is a killer. So you have to have this ability in negative or adverse situations to deal with it well, not just get through it. What you say matters when you're pursuing greatness. That's enough, that's a reason why Kyrie Irving. I got an issue with Kyrie. I have no issue with the, the logistics. Like, yo, he said this specifically. No, bro, you don't realize that you got this many people following you. And when you have a voice, you got a responsibility. Yeah, it's freedom of speech. But you know why these basketball players and these athletes and these public personalities, you know why they get paid a majority of that money? Because there's a responsibility to it. Right. I get it. Oh, you're a man. You should be able to say what you. Yeah. But who's buying your, your shoes, Kyrie? Who's buying your jerseys? And let, like, let's just keep it real. We know in America who has a majority of the money, what family's money comes from. Right. So. Yeah, it, to, 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 to the black community, a lot of people are like Kyrie stood up for what he's you feel what I'm saying. But when it comes to the business of Kyrie Irving playing basketball and prolong his career, he's going to have he's, he's going to have issues. They're going to question him forever. Right. So you have to have an ability to perform well in adverse situations, respond the correct way in adverse situations. Now, all of these things are tied together, but I think it's very important for people to understand if you a leader. If you want to be a medicine ball person who talks about religion and do, you might not want to be out in the strip clubs, bro. You might not want to be engaged to somebody and then trying to holler at other women. You have a responsibility. You chasing greatness. It's not going to fly. So number one is you must have an ability to deal with negative or adverse situations. Well, not get through them. Anybody can get through them. Can you get through them and on the other side of it still have a career, still have a relationship, or still be able to meet a positive outcome or goal? All right? That's number one. Number two, I always say this, moments matter. Moments matter. You have to have an ability to show up in big moments. Let me give you all an example of something that just happened. I'm going to tell you, LeBron just broke the points record, right? Oh, he broke the points record. Yay, hooray, hooray. Bro, I'm sitting there looking at that, and I said this to my brother today. LeBron James is lucky that before Kobe Bryant passed, they have it documented that Kobe Bryant, like, gave him a hug and dapped him up and, and all of that publicly. Because one thing I know for sure that Kobe Bryant, and I'm going to go out on a stretch and say Michael Jordan is not going to do, is be a 13th seed losing to the Oklahoma City Thunder and stop the whole basketball game to celebrate it. Like, when I saw that happen, 
I was thinking to myself, like, this man Kobe would never. If Kobe was alive and at that event, he would not even have walked. I promise you. I promise you. He wouldn't even walked up to LeBron James and dapped him up. You losing. You losing. And then on top of that, it's just like, this is just why we're talking about greatness. LeBron sits out the next three games. There's no way in hell Kobe Bryant going to get the scoring title, which he don't care about. Like LeBron said, he don't care about it, but he did all of that. And then sit out the next three games while his team gets spanked. Moments matter. You have to have an ability to show up big in big moments. You have to show up. So let me add that on there. Show up big in big moments if you're chasing greatness. Like LeBron, all he had to do was play the other games. Like the headline would have been so much better if they won that game and LeBron didn't get the scoring thing and then got it the next game. Bro, y'all about to go home. Moments matter. And this all ties into not being mentally lazy. Like I always talk about that. When you're pursuing certain things, greatness, bigger things, you're really trying to accomplish some great things outside of yourself, bro, you have a responsibility to carry yourself a certain way, to respond to things a certain way. And when the hammer hits, meets the road, you got to show up. If you're talking greatness. All right. Um, even with that, like when they having this whole LeBron, like it's just crazy because boy, they 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 got a stat for everything. <laughs> when it comes to statistics, not even just the sports, but just in life, bro, they got a stat for everything. Oh, we've noticed since, you know, last November that the Eastern Hemisphere of the United States is buying this many more brown eggs and white eggs type stats, right? Yo, I'm going to tell you the stat that's going to always crush LeBron when it comes to this whole Kobe, uh, Michael Jordan. And it really should be Kobe, too. But Michael Jordan conversation. Bro, you went to the championship 10 times. And you have a losing record in championships. Now, yeah, it's great that you went 10 times. But, bro, when you're talking greatness, it's levels. Michael Jordan was 7-0. When, the most important, when it was the most important time, he was 7-0, bro. LeBron is what, 4 and 10 or 4 and 11? Something that's like amazing, but within itself, I always talk about the numbers that tell. Bro, you're not going to be able to call yourself the king when you have a losing record in the champion, in the finals, especially when you've gone that much, bro. Right? So you have to be able to show up in big moments in order to be great. All right? And that goes into my third key. I told you I'm getting straight to the points on this episode. I got a lot going on, but I think it's still important to drop the content when I talk. Whenever I just want to go off on a tangent real quick. Whenever I start to doubt myself or think that like, why are you doing this podcast? Why are you doing all of this stuff and all that? One or two people always say say something to me to let me know that they're listening and what I say is important. So that always keeps me going and. Let's piggyback off of that. This is a little bonus point, right, to what is required to be great. Greatness is something bigger than yourself. Greatness is something bigger than yourself. It's never for self. You feel me? It's never for self. I admire LeBron because he came to L.A. knowing what he was going to face coming after Kobe. And we're not even talking skills. We're just talking about what Kobe meant to the Lakers. So that's admirable in itself to just walk into that. You feel what I'm saying? But it's got to be bigger than you. Even if it comes to basketball, like, yo, like, Lebr like, let's go to Michael, right? 
they used to say that Michael Jordan was so hard on his teammates in these practices and off the court that when they faced another team, that was light work. So you got to ask yourself, and they even mentioned this in the last dance documentary, like, was Michael a martyr? Or was he preparing his team for what he knew was going to be required to, to, to accomplish the goal? Got to be bigger than yourself. That takes a lot to, like, Michael Jordan was something else the more I learned about him, bro. The, men, the, the mental you have to have to push your people but not break them. But push them and wear them enough to where when it comes to that point in the game, when that joint matters, they're going to be able to perform. And I even questioned, like, did he really know? Like, if, if so, he a mastermind, bro. That's why he, that's what it takes to be great. Bigger than yourself. So I just want to throw that out there as a bonus. Before I get into this third, um, third ability and characteristic trait that you must have, and that's the ability to adapt and reinvent yourself. You have to have the ability to adapt and reinvent. You cannot be too rigid. You can't be too firm on your stuff. People who are too firm on their way and doing it their way and don't like to adapt, they reach a peak. You reach a plateau. The people who are still trendy, like when you see these old timers, whether it be producers or things of that nature, bro, they switching it up. They're making alterations to their way. They're learning things and incorporating. A lot of times as humans, we be too rigid on the things that we believe in. And it'd be ludicrous sometimes because, number one, it barely worked for us. It barely worked for us. Number two is we not no specialists. Like, I'll be, I be saying this in my mind. Like, when somebody get real critical of me, right? Like, I can name, I can use my father, right? I was, I was making a beat, and he heard it. And this dude might have said to me, like, yo. Now, mind you. I want y'all to hear the grace and the empathy and the willingness to like seek to understand what I'm about to say. Cause I went left in my mind at first. He was like, yo, I heard one of your beats. Yo, it sounded a little off. Like the words that you put in with it sound a little off or the way that the beat goes sounds a little off. So in my mind, I'm thinking this dude ain't never played an instrument in his life. This dude can barely hold a note. This dude is listening to, Man, what's them folks name? Gotta keep on loving me, loving me. The whispers, right? This dude don't know nothing about a, a minor scale, a, a harmonic minor scale. He don't know nothing about the pentagonic scale. You feel what I'm saying? He don't know uh, about steps. He don't know about keys. He don't know about chord progressions. So before I even get in my head and get offended and whatnot, I had to, you know, go into the empathy mode and be like, well, maybe this is this dude's way of just like trying to build with me. So I was like, oh, yeah. So what you talking about? Yo, let me tell you what song he quote. My dad an OG, though. Let me tell you what song he quote. I won't deny it. I'm a straight rider. You don't want to mess with me. He quote the Tupac. My ambitions as a rider, right? So. Me being able to slow down and be like, yo, maybe he's just trying to bond with me. I went and listened to that song, was able to see what scale it was into. I listened to it because I listen to music different as a producer. And I can hear it's like five instruments in there counting the, the drums, right? So then I go pick out an instrumental masterpiece by the baby. That song. Stop. If you let me, then let me stop. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know the song. Go listen to the song. But just like, I'm counting in that like nine or ten sounds plus the switch ups and everything. 
And I was like, yo, dad, you know what these young, these youngers would tell you? Like, you know what I'm saying? I would say future, but he closer to my head. But like the babies, you know what I'm saying? And the yeets and these folks, you know what they're going to tell you when you go in there with that old? Because I agree. I like the old Tupac. You know what they're going to tell you when you go in there with one of them beats? What? They don't like it? I was like, yeah, they're going to definitely say they don't like it. What else you think they're going to say? I don't know. Don't nobody want that old ass beat. And I told my dad straight like that. He was like, dad, well, I guess I'm old. I was like, shraggy? You feel what I'm saying? But the whole point was just like, whenever anybody goes to like criticize you, you have to have enough in you to fight your ego, number one, and see if there's some good you can get from it. Number two, you got to see why they said it. Because in my thing, I know like this dude is just trying to have a conversation with his son. We've had a... Uh, 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 sometimes tumultuous, which I'm about to get into it because, uh, side note, my little niece is doing Ancestry.com. She don't went and found the senses of this dude when he was born. Oh, boy, I got some questions. I don't even know if I'm the third out here in these streets. <laughs> I got some questions, but even with that, you got to be able to renew yourself and you can't be too rigid. Like, I was talking to my niece and I was like, yeah, man, like, my parents still think that you supposed to go to a job, get this 401k, work for a company all these years, and then cash it out. They may not have no knowledge of the country having a credit rating. And about eight years ago, when the bad credit rating happened, it affected your 401ks and your stocks and your pensions and all of this stuff that I know. You feel what I'm saying? But never be too rigid. Always be willing to adapt. Me personally, bruh, one of the things that's hardest for me, that's the most tedious for me, is social media. But I tell you one thing I'm not sleeping on. I'm not sleeping on AI and all these automations. Why? Why I'm going to be too rigid? Me, when I when it comes to making beats, bro, sometimes, and I'm just, just putting y'all on this stuff because sometimes people watch me make beats who are newer to it. And they're like, yo, how do you know where to just put stuff and know where it's going? Bro, I might have days where people think I'm just on YouTube or just online just BSing. Bro, I'm looking at all type of stuff. Yo, how to balance your equalizer. How to mix and master your music. Uh, how to put in a little uh, triplet when it comes to the hi-hats. How you put in a snare roll. Little stuff like that. The youngest is still on using every day. I'm in it. So that way I don't end up going in to uh, Atlantic Records with a beat for Tupac. <laughs> Never be too rigid and those are three abilities that you have to have in order to begin this journey of greatness which again never ends it's every day making sure you're aware of you know ways and situations you can perform better things that you can do in your downtime to make sure that you're able to overcome adversity or a, a, a tough point I was Looking at something uh, yesterday, and I always speak about Robert Greene, and, um, you know, he wrote 48 Laws of Power, but he always also wrote Mastery, and I was looking at something that was talking similar to that. It might have been with uh, Neil deGrasse, or, you know, the black guy who's in the science of, like, the average person... The, the the cycle is the average person does something that's interesting and then it uh they hit a tough point or a tough situation that they can't overcome and the average person from there is like oh well this sucks and then they will go from there to the next thing whereas people who pursue greatness and mastery are like well this is something that's interesting and they hit a point where they're like oh something sucks but instead of quitting they continue to try to develop they you know just like i said in the last thing they, they're not too rigid they reevaluate they reinvent themselves 
and they uh, continue at it. And what eventually happens in those situations is that thing becomes, it goes from interesting to this sucks to, well, maybe there's something there. Let me continue forward with this. But most people don't get over that hump of adversity to come back to something because it's harder to do that. So that's one thing that I challenge people, you know, at the end of my episodes, always just like push forward, continue, take that one additional step where you were giving up, be aware of it and be like, yo, I'm not going to give up this go round. And that's what I leave you with on this week's episode 514, what it takes to be great. Yo, as always, please reach out to me, engage with me, ask me questions, tell me things that I could provide when it comes to mental health and just this whole thing about exercising your mind. And remember daily, try to do two things, lessen the suffering of somebody else and learn something, all right? Y'all stay up, keep pushing forward, man. I always tell this story about Kobe and just the things that it takes to be great and I'm really into like photography of things that Kobe have done. There's a there's a photograph of this man literally in some pajama pants with a cast on his arm and he's at the Staples Center shooting free throws. What are you doing in your downtime? You feel what I mean? What are you doing to try to refine yourself and make yourself better? And I'm preaching to myself as well. So keep that in mind. Again, each day, try to learn something. Don't overdo it. Maybe it's just refining your skills on whatever your niche is or making that extra effort to be patient or loving or taking more time to pray. Whatever it is, just try to do something to learn something every day and piggyback that as you chase greatness into what can you do to lessen the suffering of somebody else. Really think about that. Don't rush through that when it comes to your interactions with people and the opportunities that y'all have, all right? Until next week, I love y'all. Stay up. Follow, like, subscribe, share. Yeah, yeah.